Hi, I'm Katie. And I'm Lucy, and we are the hosts of the Ballerina and the Bodybuilder podcast, a place for discussions about bodybuilding and its bits, like training in the gym and nutrition, and a place for chats on mindset and our experiences being coaches and clients. Stay tuned for Across the Globe Laughs and Discussions Weekly with us. Enjoy the show. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Ballerina and the Bodybuilder podcast. I am here today doing a little solo episode for you guys. It's like so weird just looking at myself talking, so just ignore that. But we have just listened to Katie's solo episode, which was awesome. Hope you guys have given that a listen and a little bit of a like and subscribe and share and all the things. And today I'm going to be bringing you a solo episode. So it's actually morning for me, which is nice. I got a bit more energy, but we are here today talking about my show day. Okay. We're going to talk about the little bit of the lead up to show, let's say peak week, my show day, and then my post show. So I'm going to give you guys a show day recap. It's going to be a super chill, casual, easy episode. And I'm just going to talk you guys through how I felt and how awesome this whole experience was. So I'm going to go back to peak week. So we started my peak week on the Saturday of, I think it would have been, if I look at my calendar, it was the Saturday, the 23rd of uh, September. And then my show was the 1st of October. Okay. So we had about a week and a day, I think that is in peak week. Yeah. So we started on the Saturday, we bumped my carbs right up and we dropped a little bit of water, a little bit of salt, but not much. And we started to carb load and it was just the best thing ever. I was having like crema rice multiple times a day, potatoes. I was having so much more rice and like rice cakes. That was nice to have rice cakes. And it was just awesome. Like I was just eating so much food. It was great. Few days of carbing up and we were looking really, really good. We got to about maybe Thursday and I hadn't been doing full volume training. So I had been Basically, my peak week training changed to one upper body session, one like full session, and then another full pump session, which I was allowed to do. Um, And these were very light sessions. So high reps, very low um, like sets, and we kept the weight really low. So I was really just going in there to move those carbs around my body and get a bit of a pump on. Okay. It was nice to have a bit of a difference. It was cool. Peak week was full of like all my appointments. So like getting my nails done, getting my hair done, getting my tan or all that stuff. So it actually made it a lot easier not to have massive appointments on um, as well as the gym in my massive sessions that I usually do. So it was nice to have a little bit of time there. Now I was doing my pump sessions. We were really happy with how carbs were going in my body. Everything was looking really good and we filled up as much as we felt like we could. So that meant I had as much carbs as we felt was necessary in order for my muscles to pop and everything to look good without us spilling over and getting a little bit soft looking. So then we brought my carbs down, my food went down, my appetite went right up um, and we moved a bit of water and salt again and just did what we needed to do. So that was awesome. Okay. The last few weeks of peak, I was pretty gassed. I was pretty knackered, but it was all getting exciting because the tan was coming on. I had my hair in and it was all getting really fun and exciting. Okay. So on the Friday I had my tan, my first coat of tan. And that's when you go to the, um, it was at world gym Underwood, you meet everyone and you're just like vibing out. I was pretty shy. I was pretty nervous, but everyone was super nice. Everyone was super chilled out. So it made it a lot easier. And then the next day I went for another tan. I went with my friend Anita. She took me and we did my registration and all of that. She got me rice cakes as well, got me all organized. She was just the best. Um, And we did all of that. I was number 132. Loved my number, such an angel number, 132. Yeah, so cool. 
And then the rest of my things for the afternoon were just a freaking chill. So I literally went to my parents' house. My mom painted my toenails. Um, we watched the AFL, even though I'm not like an AFL fan. I'm a soccer girl, like football girl, if anything, but like we watched the AFL because it was a grand final in Britain. Um, I had my last meal. It was an early meal, had my last meal and had my supplements. And then water was out that night because it was a Saturday. So I was going on stage the next morning. So I was just super excited. Like I was stoked. Um, at the same time, I, and I after that, I went home and I actually packed for Bali because I was going to Bali on the Monday. So I had to pack up for Bali, da, 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 da. And then I packed my show bag. I packed all my food for show, made sure I had everything I need. I just got off my legs, got a few gifts for people and just relaxed. Okay. Went to bed pretty early that night. I actually slept really well. Once I popped that melatonin, I was out. So I slept really well. Usually, um, like before a ballet performance, I used to get really excitable energy and I couldn't sleep before a show. Like I'd wake up really early, like three o'clock, four o'clock, just like super buzzing. But I actually was pretty good and I managed to get a bit of a sleep in on show day. So I got up at about five o'clock, oh no, maybe four. I think I got up around four on show day. I felt really good. Um, I had a little, uh, I took my photos, sent them over to coach. We were freaking so happy and then I had a little bit of coffee um, and my subs and then my first meal and then basically I was just trying to chill out and I said to myself no work today no like clients knew that we weren't going to be doing messaging about their stuff that day which was amazing they were so respectful they were so amazing um and then I was just like bored because I didn't get to go do cardio I didn't get to go for a walk I had to stay on my legs so you know what I did I started reading this book and then I just fell asleep on the couch for like an hour so I was like girl <laughs> you're clearly feeling pretty regulated fell asleep on the couch for like an hour and then I got up I had some more rice cakes so I so my meals on show day were um rice cakes chicken almond butter and salt with my coffee no water and then I had rice cakes chicken almond butter dark chocolate and then I had rice cakes almond butter honey banana then I had rice cakes, almond butter, honey, banana, and then I had rice cakes, almond butter, honey, banana, and it, the list goes on. You know what I'm saying, fam? You know what I'm saying? So basically, show day meals were all the same, and they were spaced out two hours every two hours, and I was having a little bit of water and then having salt with those as well. So it was really cool. It was really fun, and it just tasted so fucking delicious after not having you know rice cakes and almond butter for so long. Like Everyone who knows me knows almond butter is my favorite fucking food in the world, like girly pop could like smack a jar in 10 seconds like you guys know so that was awesome then um so yeah so it was about like maybe like seven o'clock or something I don't know yeah about seven o'clock my hairdresser actually picked me up slay love you Tanya she picked me up um because I still didn't have my car I don't know I told you guys in one of the podcasts that I had a car crash and I haven't had it for six weeks but we've got the baby back the Audi is home um but anyway I digress. See, Katie usually keeps me on track, guys. I'm going off track. I haven't even got to the show day. Oh, my God. And how many minutes? Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway, this is show day. Tanya picked me up. We went and did my hair. So what we did was I'd already washed it the night before, but because my second coat of tan was on, they can't wash that off. So we couldn't wash my hair that day. So luckily we blow dried it and it was pretty clean anyway. It's bleach blonde. It doesn't get dirty. Um, and we did like a soft mermaid way, which was so fun. I was like having my rice cake. She was doing my hair. We were having a laugh and a little, like we had the music going. It was so good. I loved it. And then um, Zach picked me up from my hair and drove us home, which is where I quickly packed up my bag and did all the final touches. I took another set of photos for coach, sent them through. Um, I'm pretty sure they were like upside down, actually. I don't know if I sent them because they were upside down and I had to go. But anyway, um, we got them sent somehow. 
And then um, Anita picked me up because Anita was taking me on show day because Zach is going to come when we were watching the actual show. But Anita came with me backstage, um, which was really nice. But I did not expect her to do that. And that was really, really kind of her on the day to do that. Um, So basically we went to the show and Anita and I just like, vibed out everything we actually like classic lucy move i had like three tote bags like i had like my gucci and then like this other freaking random canvas bag and like zach and i walk my bags down to the car and anita just goes what 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 is this and i was like what do you mean and she was like okay we need to go get my suitcase i don't know what the fuck i'm looking at right now so she just like charged ahead and i was wearing my like ugh you know those ugh um clogs that like are in china I don't know if they're in, I'm making them in. I was wearing my Ugg clogs and it was like cutting off half my tan and my feet. And Anita was like, girl, what are you doing? So she ran the show and fixed everything there. Um, and then we went to the comp and then first thing, I we, we went up to backstage, dumped all our stuff, found a spot and then we had makeup. So I had to do, get my makeup done. Everything was like, you know, so busy up there. So I was half in the line for the tan, then getting my makeup and da, 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 da. Went with like a smoky eye. Like I hadn't had full glam makeup in so long. I couldn't recognize myself because like my face was obviously so thin. Plus I had this like full heavy makeup and I had the big bleach hair. Like it was full on. I was like, who the fuck is this? And obviously the tan. Um, I didn't recognize myself. It was cool. Another layer of tan, got the makeup done. We just pinned my hair up. And then we started to, well, I had another meal, took photos for coach, Um, just rested. You just want to rest backstage. And then so basically... Um, I was really lucky to have some of Anita's friends there who are also coaches in Brisbane and they had a look at me um, and just my posing. And they were like, yeah, it looks amazing. Like just had a little look while we were sending videos to Katie, um, which was cool. Sent all my updates to coach. So luckily, like very grateful. She was awake like pretty much all night doing this for me. So I'm very, very grateful. Um, so I was just back and forth with Katie all day, sending videos across photos, she would send, you know, any updates to my meals or water or anything like that. But everything was pretty much on track. And we just had to make it work. Like, you know, makeup ran a bit over and I was, you know, had to have a meal, but we just got in where we could. Um, and then we just rested. And then basically, because it was like the biggest show they'd ever had to date, it was running super late. So my family and friends all came and I was so, so lucky. I had my family there and I had so many of my friends and so many of my clients, friends, same thing. Um, I was so blessed. Like I literally probably had like 25 people there. It was fucking insane. And like a lot of these girlies are like dancers or ex-dancers. So they know how to yell as well. Like they know how to yell at a stage. So it was just like, oh, I'm going to get into that. Anyway, so I went up and quickly said hi to some people, but they didn't have too much time. So I just said hi and bye. And then we went backstage. Um, and then I started to pump up really when it was time when they called us. So pumped up, got all ready. That's when I was having some lollies, which is great. A bit more salt, a bit more water, getting pumped, just doing the curls and the lateral raises and all the shit backstage. And then I went on for my first section. So what they did was they did the um, call outs first before we did our eye walk. So that meant we came on all together first and had our comparisons and call outs. And then we went back and then we did our little solo thing. So it was really fun. Um, I started in juniors, which was like an absolutely stacked lineup. And I was really happy with how I went for the first time going on the stage. My eye walk was really good. I was really happy. I had a little bit of a trip, but it was nothing. It was just because I'm not used to walking on carpet. I just slayed. Like I just went up there and went, you know what? Fuck this. Like, fuck it. Like, I'm a dancer. I'm going to bring the heat. I'm going to bring my energy. And it was so much fun. And that moment I stepped on stage, I just heard everyone in the audience just fucking screaming cuz. And I was like, oh, this is fun. Like, this is good. And like, I could hear my friends. I could hear my boyfriend. I could hear my family. Like, it was just 
the best feeling ever actually hearing all these people celebrating me and supporting me and these people were all such integral people in my journey and Katie was watching the live stream and she was messaging Anita and it was like it was just so much fun so anyway we did that I walk was so good and then I had a little rest went back on for novice b which is my height class and true novice and I placed in the top five for both of those and got top call outs for both of those which I was just absolutely stoked with and then in the opens, I got in the top call as well. So I was just stoked. Like my results, I never expected to place in the top five or the, or even get first call outs. I didn't expect that. That's not what I was doing it for. I could have gone through the whole prep and not gotten on the stage and been fine with it because for me, the whole journey was about the process, not about the day on the stage. And while the day on the stage was fun, it was fun because I was with family and friends and celebrating. My coach was so proud and everyone was so proud. And that's what was fun about it. But at the end of the day, it wasn't actually about the competition. And to go up against a lot a lot of assisted athletes and be a natural competitor and really do so well and hold my own ground was an amazing feeling. So it was so much fun being on the stage. I just I was exhausted, but it was nice to perform again. It was nice to show an audience like what I've got. And I know my stage presence is my thing. Like I'm I'm born on I, I literally am born on the stage. Like I'm born for this stage. Um and it didn't feel like dancing. Like it felt very different to dancing. It just, it felt more of like a competition than a performance, but that's what it is essentially. So that I guess, I guess that was the difference between ballet and yeah, this feeling was it was more of a competition. Um, so yeah, it ticked the box. It I, I, I ticked the box. I did better than I could have ever expected. I looked better than I could have ever wanted. It was just the best thing ever. I was so proud of myself and it was just amazing. It was amazing. So smashed it. Went home, actually, yeah, went home, had a GYG. Y'all know I got that spicy chicken bowl with that avo added. Y'all know I got that straight away. And then I went to six and sevens, if you're in Brisbane, you know what that is, um, to hang out with some of my friends and clients for the evening. And I was exhausted. So then I went home, had a little bit of a cookie that Bronte got me, which was amazing. And then um, finished packing for Bali and went to bed. And I was just so proud of myself. Like I was in a bit of like, I was exhausted and was dehydrated, so I had a lot of parade, but I was just in a bit of, like, nothingness. Like, I felt very, like, clear. I just felt like, wow, I've ticked a massive goal. I feel very at peace. I felt very peaceful. And then the next morning I got up um, and I went to Bali, which was awesome, which was awesome. I navigated that really, really well. I'm really proud of the way I handled Bali. I had the food I wanted. I went out like I wanted. I went to beach clubs. I went you know, and had sweets and in moderation. I did everything in moderation. I was able to eat. I was able to reverse. I gained a little bit of weight as expected as I wanted to. I kept my cardio in and moved how I wanted to. I got my steps in and rested from training. I had quality time with my boyfriend. I went on dates with him. I kept my work going. I kept in contact with everyone of my clients. It was amazing. And I navigated it exactly how I would have and told the client to. And I navigated it exactly how I wanted to. And it was incredible. And so now I'm home and just reversing and navigating the post-show, but that's not what today's episode about. Today's episode was my post-comp reflection. So I think to wrap up this episode, I just want to look back and go, okay, what are five things I took away from this comp and this prep? One, discipline comes above all else and with discipline creates freedom. I was able to practice some serious discipline for 22 weeks there. And then what happened was once that discipline 
once that 22 weeks was done, the discipline didn't disappear. I didn't just suddenly not have protein in my breakfast. No, it was the discipline that I'm always going to have. But there was a level of freedom of, oh, I, I know I can have this extra juice if I want to, because it doesn't matter because I know what I'm putting in my body. So getting to a space where I was so disciplined actually allowed me to have that balance back into freedom and discipline at the same time and make it a really, really healthy thing for myself. So building discipline was one of the biggest things that I took away from this prep. Another thing that I took away from this prep was the power of your support system. If you do not have people around you who are supporting you, who are encouraging you, who are going on these journeys with you, your journey is very fucking lonely and then it's going to be very meaningless for you. If you don't have the people you can talk to and the people who are on this with you, it feels very isolating. And I was so, so lucky to have people in my life that wanted to be involved in this journey with me. And my coach is so incredible. And my friends and my family and my boyfriend and my clients, they all supported this journey with me. And that's what made it so rich on the day. It made the whole experience so enriching because they got to be part of it and I got to bring them along on that journey and they got to celebrate and be proud as well. But I also felt 10 times more prouder and like I was celebrating 10 times more because I was doing it with them and it felt better. Okay. Thirdly, I would say that whenever you are approaching a goal that you want, you must consider if the end goal is going to give you the thing that you want or if it's going to come from how you grow in the journey. The day on the stage was incredible and beautiful and amazing but it wasn't the most important part for me. And it wasn't the bit I loved the most. The bit I loved the most was the grind from week one to week 22, the absolute grind, the person I had to become, the person I had to be behind the scenes, everything I had to hold, everything I had to do, every challenge I had to overcome, everything. That's what I loved. I loved that process. So it wasn't that I was expecting this beautiful day on the stage to be so glamorous and so amazing and fill the box and tick the box. No, I was already complete. I had already won this journey for myself. It was just a nice icing on the cake, okay? I need some water, oh my goodness. Fourth. Just because, oh, okay, no, fourth. You can have a dream and even if it feels so far out and and, and so out of the picture, if you begin now, it doesn't matter how long it takes, the journey will be so incredible for you. But if you begin now, you will be able to get there if you plan it, if you actually continue to envision it every single day and you don't let go of that dream, but you continue to hold on to your why. My why changed, sure, over the years. The journey changed, but I've wanted to do this for six years. My why was always to prove to myself that strong was better than skinny and to prove to myself that my mind and my body could be strong, not weak, not sick, and not pathetic, okay? And I proved that to myself and I proved that to everyone. So I always had a why. And even in the times where it felt like, oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to do this and I'm so far away from this and it just seems like such a far dream, I held onto my why regardless and I let that be my anchor. And lastly, you need to consider what is stopping you. What is stopping you from going from A to B? What is actually in the way? What is stopping you? 99% of the times I can guarantee you it's fear. All the time in these six years that I've wanted to compete, there's been a lot of fear there's been hardship, there's been challenge, there's been injury, there's been illness, there's been mental health issues, there's been all these things. But regardless, I knew that if I stayed in fear, I was never going to get there. I had to feel the fear 
of all the things, of the weight gain, of the challenges, of the being uncomfortable in my body, of the injury recovery, of the mental health. I had to feel the fear of all these things and do it anyway. I had to feel the fear of not being big enough on the stage, not being good enough on the stage, not being lean enough, being a natural athlete against other, you know, athletes who look incredible, being the dancer. Like I had to get over the fear of all these things and just do it fucking anyway to prove to myself that I could do it. And I did it and it was incredible. So then my five takeaways off the top of my head. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, We'll probably do more of like a post-show reverse sort of episode when I'm done my reverse. But for now, it's going well. It's going well. A bit of a stomach bug at the moment. I don't know if it's like post barley belly, but like I'm starving because of it. Um, but yeah, I'm about to go train. Got deadlifts on the card today, guys. I haven't done deadlifts in three fucking years. So we're a bit nervy for the session. So that could be the barley belly though. <laughs> All right, guys, give this a like, a share, a subscribe, a comment, whatever you like. Tell me what you like, what you didn't. Message me anytime. You know where I'm at. You know, for coaching on nutrition, fitness, and mindset, I'm at Christo Coaching. For dancer specific coaching and mentorship, I am at Beyond the Bar. Give me a DM. Let me know where you're at. Um, my books will be closing very, very shortly for next year. So if you're wanting to go on a transformation of a lifetime, come on over. Thank you guys so much. And I'll see you in the next episode.